This is Ursula Hogan welcoming you to News Extra on Scariff Bay Community Radio, where we feature interviews which go into detail on some of the local events in East Clare this week. A couple of years ago, a Gunnell resident, Jim O'Brien, published his book, Matters of Great Indifference. Next weekend, the second volume of this work is published and Jim Collins asked him about it for Scariff Bay Community Radio. I'm joined on the line now by Jim O'Brien, Jim from O'Gunnello, uh, one of our own here on Scarif Bay Community Radio, uh, but a journalist and a writer and uh, a person found on the stage as quite often as well. Jim, you're welcome again to Scarif Bay Community Radio. Thanks a million. Thank you, Jim. I'm delighted to, to, to talk to you, as always. Jim, uh, we're chatting to you today because uh, we've we've just learned that uh, you have uh, a second book coming out. Uh, the last uh, Matters of Great Indifference uh, came out two years ago uh, to great success, and uh, you've decided on a follow-up. I have, uh, I have, Jim. Uh, producing simply is going to be Matters, Matters of Great Indifference, Volume Two. And um, I suppose it's two years since the last one. And I did, I reviewed the work and went through it. And I suppose, uh, and hopefully everybody else will think so. I, I found, I thought, enough uh, material for a second uh, volume. Because the last time people said to me, if anything, <laughs> some people said, you should have saved, you should have kept some back, they said, because you gave us too much. Yes. And uh, uh and so I said, well, I've learned that for the next time. So uh, I was going to wait for three years because the last one was based on three years' work. Um, but I decided, I uh, reviewed the stuff and I said, here, you know, we'll, we'll go ahead with it. And um, so uh, I, uh, that's what I did. And I went, I approached the Limerick Writer Centre of publishing it. Uh, the last time it was through Amazon, through self-published through Amazon. But this time I decided to go through the Limerick Writer Centre. I did published a book belonging to a friend of mine and it works very well. And it's great to shop local and to give the business locally and all that sort of stuff. So I'm delighted to do that as well. I know. Well, I, as I mentioned at the start, Jim, you are a journalist and uh, you write for the Farming Independent. That's right. I write the property for the Farming Independent every Tuesday. Uh, it's a supplement that comes out with the Irish Independent on Tuesdays. So I, I write that. I've been doing that now since 2010, so for the last 12 years. And um, I also write a page for the property section of the Independent on a Friday. But my my main and as well as writing the in the property for the Farming Independent, uh, I also write the column. I started the column in 2017, so I've been writing it since every week. Okay. Now I'd have to say, Jim, I I have enjoyed uh, the first book, and I am, you know, eagerly looking forward to the second. I'm I I'm just thinking. We'll say the the first book struck me as as a mix of, I suppose, general observations, uh, some local uh, color as well, uh, based in East Clare. Yeah. But um, is is the second uh, volume? Uh, is it similar in 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 terms of its tone? It's similar, yes. I would say, um, Jim, that that uh, somebody, I remember a man one time commenting on a sermon he heard. The sermon had gone on for a long time on numerous topics. And he said, oh, my God, he said he followed every hair of the road, um, you know, in terms of, it went all over it. And that's a bit like in, in the column. I um, I follow, uh, you know, the inspiration can come from everything and anything. Um, uh, as I say in the, in the introduction from the, from the departure of a queen to the arrival of a new dog, 
you know, that, uh, uh, everything and anything. But the, I suppose the last time I did that um, was, as I say, in 2017. We had just begun the... Um, we had just begun the the the, the well the, the pandemic was about six seven months uh, eight months in 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 full flight by the time I started uh, I put the put the book out but this time I suppose we went we were in the heart of the of the pandemic so some of us would have been inspired by that and I suppose as I said I was confined to barracks by COVID and other considerations and perhaps the work is more reflective. And more the product of a semi-monastic existence, as I yeah. call it. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so it's probably a bit more reflective. But still, there's lots of fun and lots of um, and lots of laughs because there's part reminiscences in in as well. I mean, one of the first pieces is when all our tractors are Porsches, because I can remember as a young lad um, that uh, we had Porsche tractors, very Porsche. Yes. So, and also. Um, uh, I think that there's one in as well about one of my jobs is I drove a tractor from Kildimo to, to West Clare and uh, it's called from here to Clare on a Ferguson 65. My yes. father we had a Ferguson 65. My father sold it and ran from uh, up near this scanner bought it and, but they had no agreement as to how they were going to get it from Kildimo to uh, West Clare so I offered to drive it and I did uh, with no cab and no, no rollover by, by either, and it wasn't a great day so I did it. Yes, I so know. those those kind of things, and I suppose I also reflect on all kinds of things that are happening. Um, the the war in Ukraine, of course, would have would have impacted, and um, and then towards the end, I would have my lad. The last piece I lost in fact was a, was about Kreisla and that that great disaster in Kreisla, yes. and how yeah. all of our, our our rural companies are kind of carbon copies of one another. And also climate change, honestly, uh, climate change is uh, is the issue of our time. And I mean, it is impinging on all of us and it is going to, it is the issue. And it, it, if, it, the issue of our time is if we have a lot of time left. Yes. You know? Okay. The uh, I know we'll say I enjoyed some of your uh, some of your material came from within the four walls of your house. Uh, in the first one, I I remember <laughs> in relation to particularly uh, your children or one of your children uh, doing an examination at the time, and I, I must say I enjoyed also your you were reflecting on the, the provision of broadband locally, which is very much a rural issue. But I suppose Jim, you know, you were brought up in the in in the in a rural area in Kildimo and you know you're you're still living in a rural area now um the what you write is see would i would say it would have widespread appeal as being a very keen and witty observation on life in rural ireland well hopefully it is hopefully it's witty hopefully people enjoy it but please and it's i suppose it's um it's looking around at what is happening around you, and even the 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 the, the smallest of things can can inspire um, can can inspire a column. You know, I mean, it can be the sound. Sometimes even things like the smell of a tractor. You know, the smell of a tractor engine will bring me back maybe to something that happened a long time ago. And then, um, I, for instance, I I know that that um, one one of the things that that uh, inspired me one day was just I remembered. Well, one time I, I saw a man with a, a handkerchief at the four corners of a tide on his head, and it had been fifty years nearly since I saw something like that. Yes. So it took me back to the um, to, to to you know our own growing up. 
But I suppose, and one of the reflections I had on that was, you know, we all say that there was an idyllic rural time when, when life was idyllic and rural Ireland was, was stable. But it never was. It's always changing, Jim. And I was yeah. making the point in that column that, for instance, uh, and, and I wrote it based kind of on a meadow at home and a scene from the meadow that I would have remembered. But the, for instance, we, we, we began by making wines of hay, as we say, or cocks of hay. And, um, but the, the, the square baler changed all that, yes. revolutionised it overnight. So to say that um, we came from a static rural Ireland, we didn't, and our parents didn't either, because there was constant innovation and change, and things were changing all the time. So, um, and how we dealt with that change is what's, what's important. And I suppose it's comforting to know that things keep changing. And it's a kind of, um, it's a kind of hopeless nostalgia, really, just to think, hope things will go back to the way they, they were because they won't. Yes, perhaps our children will grow up thinking they were in, brought up in an idyllic surroundings. Uh, but, uh, and it'll, exactly. it'll probably always be the way. Jim, you have a launch, I believe, uh, next weekend. I have, I haven't, would you believe it? I, I have two launches. <laughs> well, you <laughs> might as well. Would, as my mother would say, anyone could have won. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> well, I suppose um, it was a, uh, one of the problems with the last time the book was published was there was no launch, there was no launch because you couldn't have it because it was, um, it was uh, COVID times, so people couldn't gather. And I, in fact, remember people coming to buy the book at the house and they would stand outside in the yard and and the exchange of money, they laid the money on the windowsill and I laid the book on the windowsill, you know, and that was the way it was done that time. So yeah. now I'm going for, not just to make up for it, I'm going for two launches. One at home in my home place in Kildaimo on Friday night, uh, the 2nd of December. Um and uh, that's in the Seven Sisters pub, which will be our local pub at home. So I'm having it on there on the Friday night. And then here on Saturday evening at seven o'clock in the, in the hall in Ogunlo. Uh So that's to, to facilitate whoever might want to come and uh, see it. Dara McCullough, is, who's a fellow columnist with me in the, in the Farming Independent, Dara has agreed to come down and do the Gildaimo one. He had been here before with the credit union, but he said it's part of his uh, uh, ambition in life is to visit every parish in, in, in the country. He had never been to Kildaimo, so he said, I'll do the Kildaimo one because I've never been to Kildaimo. And um, so, and Marion Harkin, the TD, is doing it here for me in um, in, in Ogunla. I do a bit of work with Mar- Marion. I do a bit of policy and PR work with Marion. Yes. So um, we have a connection that way. So that's, and it's on at seven o'clock here. In uh, on on in the parish hall here in Ogunro on the third uh, Saturday, December third. Okay, well, Jim, listen, that's great. First of all, congratulations, well done on bringing out a second volume, and we wish you every success with both the launches next weekend and with with the book itself. And uh, hopefully, uh, it'll you know go from strength to strength, and that we'll have. You never know; you might be tempted to go again uh, in the not too distant future. I think somebody said to me, you should write a memoir. I'm afraid of my life because you don't know who you'll you upset. But I think that might be the next one. Not that my life is that important a life, but it is a life that lived, was lived at a certain period of time. So for the sake of the, the social history of it, maybe I might. Yeah, and as somebody, somebody who observes uh, life in rural Ireland, uh, Jim, you have very few peers. Thank you very much for uh, thank you very much for coming on today on uh, Scarf Bay Community Radio, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, Jim. Thanks a million, Jim. Lovely talking to you. Thank you.
Local artist Marie Jamel recently opened her new shop, Gato Art, in the Market Square in Scariff. Jim Collins called in to see her work and to chat to Marie about her new adventure. Now, I'm here in uh, Market Square in Scariff uh, in a premises called uh, Gato Art. And I'm here with the proprietor, Marie Jumel. Marie, you're very welcome again to Scarif Bay Community Radio. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me <laughs> again. Uh, you've a new business you've set up here. I think you only opened maybe, what, earlier this month? Um, yeah, well, I opened a couple of weeks ago um, on the Saturday. So, yeah, brand new, uh, brand new business. Um, and, yeah, hopefully it goes well. <laughs> OK, now, some of us would have known you through your baking. Yeah. And uh, the the gato art was, was we thought it was gato, uh, yeah. uh, gato cakes, yeah. because I remember some beautiful uh, pieces that you had, some mm -hmm. beautiful cakes, and I remember yeah, Carol, that's... I interviewed you about that maybe a year or two ago. Uh, Carol did, yeah. That's right, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I did, uh, it was gato cakes, and I did the, the baking for about two, three years, I'd say. Um, and it was everything was going really well and um, unfortunately with the the kind of costs that have been creeping up recently and after the pandemic and and all of that it just it just started to become a little bit too expensive for me to to carry on doing so um yeah I decided it was kind of a it was a hard decision really because it's something I didn't want to leave um, and then I had gotten kind of well known in the area and it was um, it was a hard decision really but then I decided to um, focus on my art which is what my shop is now so um, I had always liked art I think also with the baking what I liked about it was the creativity of it to be honest that's what attracted me the most to it so yes. I'm kind of I'm not leaving that in a sense because I'm just being creative in another way and um, so yeah I just decided to, to focus on my art a little bit and I originally when I closed the baking business I uh, created a, a website for my art um, and I had the website up for maybe about a month or so and then I noticed that this space here in the square was available to rent and so I decided to just inquire to see you know what, how much it was and whatever and so yeah it actually went really quickly from there because once the space was available I just thought oh I think it'd be such a great idea to just have everything up because when you're on the website especially with art when you're on the website and you see all the pictures there um it's it's so different than when you see them in real life and you see them framed and you see them you know hung on the wall it just it gives you a different you know perspective and you can see what it's going to look like in your own home really so it was something i i definitely wanted to to pursue so yeah so so this is it so yes, and you can meet your customers face to face exactly of course, yes now. and if they have questions and yeah exactly it's something i didn't have with the baking yeah because everything was online as well before with the orders and uh well I mean with the deliveries I would see the people face to face but yeah so so uh, we're here in the shop and looking around I can see beautiful work but I let you describe it <laughs> because I think you'd be a lot better at that than I would yeah uh, what what do you what do you have 
So I have, it's a, it's a mix of stuff. So I have a lot of my own kind of paintings in my own style. So there's, there's, you know, some abstract stuff in there. Um, there's a, maybe a little bit of a naive style as well in there. Um, and I've also started to do um, similar to travel posters. So I focused on areas like Mount Shannon, um, Loch Derg and Killaloo are the three main ones that I have at the moment. So they're, they're like travel posters, but because they're um, on a fine art paper and they're signed and titled, it's more, it's a little bit more, um, you know, you're buying from an artist as opposed to just a random travel poster on a flimsy, you know, flimsy paper. So I have that as well. And those three travel prints that I have, I've also put on some bags um, some notebooks, some nice bottles, so they make fantastic gifts uh, for for people. I think there's been huge interest in, in those, so I'm hoping to develop uh, more in the range and maybe add uh, Scarif, of course. I don't even I, I don't even know why I didn't put Scarif in to begin <laughs> with, given that I was going to open shop in Scarif, but um, a Scarif one. And then I'd like to focus on some of the other smaller areas, you know, tomb grainy, places like that, where you wouldn't necessarily find a travel poster. Usually you find them for Dublin or Cork or, you know, so I think it's nice to have some specific to kind of East Clare and those little, little areas as well. So. I'm I'm looking at the bags there behind you on the wall mm -hmm. and I can see Mount Shannon, Loch yeah. Derg and, and Killaloo over this side. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and there, uh, the the artwork on the bag is, you know, evocative of the place. I can see the, the piers in Mount Shannon yeah. and Loch Derg, the mountains and the water and of course Killaloo mm -hmm. with the bridge in the foreground and the, the tower in yeah. the cathedral. Um, so there... I, to my mind, you know, they're, they're tailor-made for uh, gifts. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, anybody kind of who's already living in the area, I think it's fantastic to gift for. And anybody who's even away abroad or has visited the area, I think it's fantastic as well. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, um, well, they're doing very well already. So hopefully, as I said, I can just expand the range a little bit and maybe add more... Um, Yes, but as as well as getting a memento of of let's say Killaloo or Mount Shannon, you're mm. getting something useful as well, yes, which exactly. you can use. Yeah, exactly, with the bags and the bottles. Yeah, and also I think the prints. I think they're lovely to have because if you don't want to frame them, you know they they're nice there. You can get them. I have them available in three different sizes, and um, so the smallest size would be the ten by eight inch. So they're they're handy to you know they're nice to have around also around the house or on the walls. So yeah. Okay, and I'm I'm looking at some three D stuff <laughs> here here behind us. Well, that is that's my own. Um, listen, I I wanted to create some Christmas decorations for the shop, and I started off doing a paper Christmas tree you can see the blue paper Christmas tree and then that just evolved into me making uh, bows and then trees and then I said let's do a, a winter village and now I have it complete with swans and a lake and hopefully I'll add more that's just my own you know just keeping me busy really yes it's, it's the creativity side <laughs> there of, you of go I just can't stop now so I, I actually don't even have any space left I don't know where I would put any more if I had if I did more but yeah okay and and how do you see it developing here you mentioned that you would you would include other areas uh, other villages and towns around mm -hmm. the place mm -hmm. uh, and are you going to increase the range of, 
of um, actual you know works of art that you have yeah so um for the travel ones as i said i'll, I'll definitely be adding more areas um if for the prints and then maybe more bags and things like that for my own paintings i'm hoping to um be adding new new pieces um quite regularly um maybe starting in the new year so that i'm always you know replenishing it's not always the same pictures that you're going to see when you're in here you know that there's always going to be something new up or something new that's available to buy so definitely what i see um for next year for sure is a turnover of, of new pieces of art constantly um rotating really in the shop um so there's always something to look at then when you come in i know and i mean from the the abstract art mm -hmm. we'll say on the wall to the images of various places like Loch Derg and Mount Shannon. And mm -hmm. um, you obviously have a good range of of skill in the art yeah. in the art in and you in the creative side the creative of your side. Art. Well I mean I I don't know if you'd call it skill or not, but sometimes I just I just paint whatever whatever I feel like in the moment. So whatever you know, it that could be abstract in the moment. I have a few abstract um, a, a range um, and other times it might be something completely different you know I've done um, some sea scenes or you know things like that so it's a uh, yeah not really a skill set really just kind of paint whatever I feel like in the moment so okay. <laughs> and tell me what uh, you're not a native of, of East Clare I don't no, think no. what drew you to to come to live here to East Clare. Well, I'm, as you will you probably know from the name Jamel, um, I'm originally French. Both my parents are French and we moved here. I would have been about five or six at the time. So I've grown up here. Um, I was actually living in Quinn um, for a long time. And then um, I moved to Fecal actually about maybe five, six years ago. Um, and it was the first time really that I had lived in East Clare and then I began to discover it's just such a fantastic area and then recently well not recently probably in the last three four years then moved to Mount Shannon so I'm based there now and I just absolutely love it just with the lake um, and just the, the the scenery it's just a fantastic area so I'm here to stay I think I'm not not Good. going anywhere and of course Mount Shannon would have a culture of the arts as yes, well yes very much so yeah I discovered that when I moved there actually I didn't I didn't realize even actually my next door neighbor is um, an artist himself and he had you know met me when when we moved in and said to me oh there's a huge community here you know and get-togethers and clubs and things like that and even you see it in the Mount Shannon Market actually there's a huge amount of uh, you know all these creative people doing so many things there so yeah it, it is fantastic it's very rich in in creativity there for sure yeah okay so listen we're we're a month or so away from Christmas as yeah. as we speak uh, what are your opening hours? You're here in the square in Scarif. I am. Close to Rogers. Yes, across from Centra. I'm right here. You can't miss me. Um, so right up until Christmas, I am open Tuesday to Saturday, 10 to 6. And then I am open every Sunday, 10 to 4. So in for people who are working maybe on the Saturday or are busy during the week, I'm open Sunday 10 to 4 so giving people a chance really to come in and get their Christmas gifts so I'll be opening like that right through to Christmas um, and then I'll, I'll obviously announce my, my opening hours in around after Christmas um, um, yeah. after that so but yeah 
Yeah. And you have a website as well? I do. So the website is um, gattoart.ie. So gatto, G-A-T-O, art.ie. I'm also on Facebook, Gatto Art by Marie Jamel. And I'm on Instagram at Gatto Art. So okay. I am everywhere <laughs> you, you can find we me. We can't miss you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, listen, Marie Jamel, first of all, many thanks for joining us today. Thank you on so much Scarif for having Day. me. And uh, best of luck with this enterprise and a certainly a beautiful shop. Thank you so uh, much. We'd encourage everybody to come in at least to have a look. Yes, do, please. I'm here. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you. You have been listening to News Extra on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Join us again next weekend and we will keep you updated on local events. This is Ursula Hogan for Scarif Bay Community Radio. Mm -hmm.